Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910 and 980 AM. Anywhere on that Odyssey app, or you can get us wherever you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show, and we'll be there. You can download it, listen when you want to listen, stop, pause, pick up again, listen back again, send it to your friends, do whatever you want with it. Let's grow this thing we called Afternoon Drive Radio here on WILK News Radio. It's 509. 58 degrees and sunny here in the station in Pittston. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, it's time for Do I Have a Case with Frank Andrews. We'll be back with the show in just a few minutes. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and thank you very much, Rob. Nice to have you with us again, folks. The question that we answer every week is, do I have a case? And people from all over northeastern and central Pennsylvania mailing in their questions, looking for legal advice from our legal beagle attorney, Keith Figure. Keith, how are you today? I'm doing good, Frank. Pleasure to be here as always. Uh, good to see you. Uh, talk to you as well, Rob. All right. Now, we, we get some very sensitive questions that come in. We, we get some that are kind of basic, uh, like the one a couple of weeks ago about the guy that wanted to sell a shotgun to a neighbor. But we get some that are really intense and really specific, and that's our first one today. Attorney Keith figured I have incurable cancer. Would it make sense to transfer all my assets with my name on it to my wife? So first off, of course, um, you know, I'm sorry to hear about the uh, diagnosis. I'm actually, uh, my mom's dealing with a similar issue now, so I can relate. Um, But in terms of the financial, uh, of course, I'm not a financial advisor um, or an estate lawyer, but I can offer some general information that might be helpful. Um, Transferring assets to your wife can have various implications, both legal and financial. It's essential to consult with a qualified professional, such as an estate attorney or a financial advisor, who can provide personalized advice based on your your specific circumstances and jurisdiction. In some cases, transferring assets to your spouse may have estate planning benefits such as minimizing estate taxes or ensuring a smooth transfer of assets upon your passing. However, there may be legal and tax considerations involved and it is crucial to understand the potential implications. Additionally, if you have outstanding debts or liabilities, transferring assets solely to avoid creditors could have legal consequences. Laws regarding asset transfers and creditor protection can vary, so it is crucial to seek professional advice to ensure you're acting within the bounds of the law. There are many considerations involved in transfer of your assets or designations of beneficiaries, and you should gather your information and meet with an experienced estate planning attorney to discuss your wishes. In addition, you should make sure you have appropriate powers of attorney prepared so that your financial and health care decisions can be made in the event you are unable to communicate those decisions. If your goal is to minimize your PA estate tax, you may be too late. While the federal tax uses a three-year look-back period for gifts made by the decedent, there is a one-year look-back period for Pennsylvania inheritance tax. Gifts made within one year of the date of death are included and are taxable to the extent they exceed $3,000. This also applies to property held jointly by spouses, um, uh, property held jointly 
typically by spouses are exempt from Pennsylvania inheritance tax unless the property was transferred into joint name by the decedent within one year of the date of death. If transferred within one year prior to death, the one-year transfer and contemplation of death rule applies, causing 100% inclusion in the estate of the transfer spouse. Overall, it's essential to have open and honest discussions with your spouse, consult with professionals, and consider the long-term implications before making any decisions about transferring assets. They can guide you through the process and help you make informed choices based on your situation. And, of course, for the listener that sent in that question, and Keith, also for your mom, our prayers and our thoughts are with you. Thanks, Frank. All right. Now, here's the next one. I'm, I, you know, every week we steer people to your website, and I'm sure someone went there and saw something, and they have a specific question. I see on your website that you handle Pennsylvania Heart and Lung Act claims. What are Heart and Lung Act claims to begin with? Okay, so um, uh, it, it, sometimes people get the impression that that's a deal with heart and lungs, so that kind of uh, throws people off. But what it actually pertains to is that certain jobs come with a much higher risk of injury than others. The Pennsylvania Heart and Lung Act applies to law enforcement officers to attract qualified individuals to these dangerous positions. The law states that law enforcement officers who are injured at work and temporarily incapacitated from performing job duties shall be paid their full salary, including pay raises, accrual of their retirement, as well as accrual of vacation sick time until their injury has ceased. So the purpose of the Heart and Lung Act is to compensate law enforcement employees with their full salary who have been injured on the job and who are experienced or who are expected to recover and return to work. If the law enforcement suffers a permanent injury, they would no longer be entitled to Heart and Lung Act benefits, but may be entitled to other benefits such as workers' compensation and Act 632 or 534 benefits. Now, in order to qualify for these benefits, the officer has to be injured while in the performance of his duties. And the uh, individuals that qualify uh, for these, basically, uh, it's provided uh, provides coverage for municipal employees in law enforcement and firefighting industries. That's actually why the, where the heart lung came from, because after a number of years, officers, because of the stress of the job, if they had a heart attack, hence the heart, and then, of course, the firefighters with the smoke inhalation, um, hence the, the lung. But it encompasses any injury, again, so long as it's temporary, and it applies to any member of the state police force, enforcement officers, and investigators employed by the Pennsylvania Liquor Control board, parole agents, and probation enforcement officers, um, those employees by the Department of Corrections who are tasked with care, custody, and control of inmates, including psychiatric security aides, drug enforcement agents, special agents of the Office of Attorney General, member of the Delaware River Port Authority Police, all county, city, borough, town, or township policemen, firemen, or park guards, firemen employed by the state sheriffs and deputy sheriffs and, and enforcement officers and investigators of the Pennsylvania Game Commission. I actually had been handling heart and lung claims for two decades. In fact, I set up the whole disability process for all 28 state correctional facilities over 20 years ago. I'm probably one of the leading practitioners of these benefits across the state, whether it be representing these employees or police officers. So if anybody does have a question pertaining to this, not only am I familiar with the heart lung, but I know the interplay between the workers' compensation, the Act 632, 534, as well as the collective bargaining agreement, and the issues pertaining to 
pensions, whether it be a, a disability pension in the process, to make sure the employee knows exactly um, what benefits they have and to be able to inform them so they can make decisions that are best for them. And, of course, as we mentioned before, one of the best places to go is Keith's website. So how do people get in touch with you, sir? And they can contact me directly at 570-954-9299. And I can also receive emails through uh, my email at Keith at FiguredLaw.com and uh, my website, which has additional information, which is FiguredLaw.com. All right. Coming up next week, we have a question about First Amendment rights and also about suing a police officer. So we got some very interesting questions coming up. Keith, you have a great weekend. My pleasure, Frank, and thank you, Rob, and uh, I'll look forward to next week. All right, and folks, if you have a question on any subject at all, as long as it comes under the category, do I have a case, just send it to me at frankandrews at wilknewsradio.com. That's frankandrews, wilknewsradio.com, and let's get back to Rob. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we're back with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. Well, it doesn't look like our members of Congress on the GOP side, at least, has gotten anywhere near uh, <laughs> making a decision. Jim Jordan is the front runner at this point, but there are still holdouts. It doesn't look like, from what I'm reading, that they will be a vote anytime soon tonight, specifically. So does it go to tomorrow? Does it go to the weekend? Do they wait till Monday? Uh, we'll have to see. But at this point, it appears Jim Jordan is still in the running. There's a couple of other names floating around. But they really, truly need to get their act together. I mean, Congress as a whole is broken. They've proven it time and time again. I've talked about it time and time again. And you can try and pick your sides, but you know, both, both arguments are invalid. They're, they're, they look out for themselves. It's their own self-interest. It's their own perpetual election cycle, self-sustaining fallacy that, that we need them for some reason that we need them specifically. That's what they try and convince us each and every time. So it, it's, uh, it's interesting that that's the case. But we will uh, hopefully get through it now. Still looking at uh, video now. The anti-Israel rally erupts in New York. That's what they're calling it. That's what the news headline is saying here in the studio. This is at Times Square. Looks like the crowd has gotten smaller. It looks like they may be on the move. But uh, we'll see. It also looks like that a Reuters reporter was killed. And like I said, it's being said that it was killed by Hezbollah fire or the return of fire from Israel. I guess we'll get to the bottom of that when we see it more there. But there is a New York native that is confirmed as one of the hostages held by Hamas. It's a 21-year-old Omer Nutra. He's uh, more than one of 100 people being held hostage by Hamas. A member of the Israeli consulate came to the home of his parents in Plainville, Long Island, on uh, Monday evening to deliver the devastating news. She's coming forward now. Someone gave us the formal news that he was considered abducted by Hamas, but they didn't give any further explanation. He took a gap year off from college, deferring his acceptance to Binghamton University so he can join the Israeli, Israeli army and follow the footsteps of his parents to do his year in the Israeli Defense Force, the IDF, and be uh, and was on a tank commander. He was defending 
the southern area of Israel when he was uh, taken captive. And again, this is from the Israeli consulate to his parents who are now talking to, uh, to the press. And again, this is being reported by the New York Post. He was looking forward to a quiet, peaceful weekend, Shabbat, and the Simchat Torah holiday, and to just chill with his friends, his uh, mother said. Then all hell broke loose, and we haven't spoke to him since. His mom also recounted to the New York Times. But by midnight, his parents started to receive notifications on a news app that something was happening in southern Israel. They tried desperately to call their son but couldn't get through. Two days later, one of his friends sent them a video of the attack, which they believe they saw their son being taken captive. The consulate proved that by showing up at their doorstep to tell him that they believed he's been captive. His uh, parents later discovered from another friend that their son uh, of their sons that he was in a tank trying to defend the Gaza border, but was forcibly removed by terrorists. And again, Omar was raised in Plainview, New York, graduated the Solomon Snector Yeshiva in Wilson's Williston Park, where he uh, was an honor student. Again, taking a year, gap year, to fulfill his military duty in Israel as a dual citizen of the United States and Israel, because his parents were born there. And again, you could do that in a lot of countries. I know Ireland's one. I know Israel's another. Uh, there's a few that you can do such a thing. But, you know, here's a New Yorker being held captive in uh, somewhere in Gaza. Hopefully we able to get his safe return, but being in the military, that's probably unlikely. But we can pray and hope. It's 522 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 527 here at the station, 57 degrees and sunny. Where are we uh where are we at here? Well, talking a little bit more what's going on is uh Palestinians flee northern Gaza after Israel orders one million to evacuate as uh, the ground attack looms. Now, we found out today that there have been special forces incursions from the IDF going into the Gaza Strip to search and try and retrieve hostages. I don't know how much those incursions took in place, as we shouldn't know. You know, we should find out after the fact that they've been in there. But they've been dropping flyers. Uh, If you follow me on social media, we post some of those flyers uh, that they are dropping. And we know that Hamas, the leaders of Hamas, are telling people not to leave because they want their human shields. But it appears from all the video that we're seeing now that there are hundreds of thousands trying to make their way to the areas that they've been told to go to. Again, not an Arab country has opened up their borders to take in Palestinian refugees. And like I said earlier, you you have United States Congress people, Representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for one, who represents the district that I was born and raised in and lived for 27 years. That's why I bring her up a lot. Plus, she's she wants the attention. She's going to get it. Now, when the attack happened on Saturday, she did make a statement saying that uh, the atrocities by the Hamas should never be tolerated. She did say that. But since then, 
has of over a dozen remained silent. And that was from her, her official report. And I said this the other day, yesterday, I believe, from her official Twitter account. That's what she said. You know, that was her statement. It was a good statement. It's what every representative should have put out, not ran from the cameras like Rashida Tlaib. But remain silent until she had a clip of some whack job who supported Israel saying that they should wipe out all Palestinians. And then she posted that saying, well, this see, this is intolerable from her account. And on her private account, she has over a dozen, you know, talking for a ceasefire, talking for a pullback. We need, to, we need to give peace a chance. What about the Palestinian children? What about the innocent families? But again, has not said a word about the 27 dead Americans in Israel. So for a little clarity there. And I said that from the start, but some people out there are a little deaf and dumb and uh, want to portray their own reality. Under anonymous terms, of course, the cartoon characters are out there. But, you know, if you're going to be a cartoon character... At least get a better VPN because, uh, again, you forget what I did for a living. So it's interesting. So this uh, exodus is on its way. They're just a matter of time. And knowing how things happen in the Middle East, especially, you know, Israel included. The fact that a week ago on Saturday morning we woke up to these attacks in, from these Hamas, ter- Hamas terrorists into Israel. I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow morning we wake up to the full-scale sta- ground assault. And again, this is not this is going to be one of the hardest, if not the hardest thing in combat. Urban warfare, door-to-door, in an extremely dense populated area. Now they've softened a lot of it with these attacks. And if you look at the devastation to the Gaza targets that they've made and the unfortunate loss of life that's there. And, and again, this is an organization that's known for shielding themselves with the populace. It's extraordinary that they've, there's been so little collateral damage. And by little, one's too many. One child, I don't care if you're Palestinian or whatever you are, is too many. You know, innocent families are there. But this area has also overwhelmingly, Gaza, the Gaza Strip, overwhelmingly voted for Hamas to be their government of choice. Now, I've heard this said today from military experts, and I'm going to say it here and repeat it myself. If they truly want change, then the innocent people of Palestine need to embrace the Israeli soldiers who are coming in and rid themselves of the terrorists for Hamas. I think their life would be a lot better when Hamas is not taking their water pipes and making missiles out of them. Again, we'll see. It's 532 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Paul Michaels. Great. One of the greatest songs ever, probably, I believe. It's 537 here. 538, you're with the Rob O'Donnell Show. Well, Rudolph Isley, founding member of the Isley Brothers and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member, dies at 84. Founding member who helped perform such raw rhythm and blues classic as Shout and Twist and Shout and Funky Hits, That Lady and It's Your Thing, died at 84. Um, There are no words to express my feelings and the love I have for my brother. Our family will miss him. 
but I know he's in a better place, Ronald Isley said in a statement released Thursday by an Isley Brothers publicist. Further details were not immediately available. He's a Cincinnati native. Rudolph Isley began singing in church with his brothers Ronald and O'Kelly. Another sibling, Vernon, died at the age of 13 and was still in his teens when they broke through in the late 1950s with Shout. He was in his teens when that song was came out? Wow. Wow. And uh, a secularized gospel rave that was later immortalized during the toga party scene at Animal House. The Isleys scored again in the early 1960s with the equally spirited Twist and Shout, which the Beatles liked so much they used it in their closing song in their debut album and opened with it for their famed 1965 concert at Shea Stadium. His uh, music will live on forever, but he'll be uh, greatly missed. Greatly missed. A lifelong icon. Lifelong and and well-deserved member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rudolph Isley left the group in 1989, three years after the sudden death of O'Kelly Isley, his brother, to become a Christian minister. And he was among the Isleys inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992. Our thoughts and prayers go to his family and all the fans out there, and I'm sure there's uh, millions, millions of them. Again, classic icon of an entertainer. It's uh, 540 here, WILK News Radio. It's time for traffic and weather. We're going to keep this going in the background. Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. Hopefully, you have some plans on this Friday the 13th, October 13th, 2023. 545 here at the station in Pittston. 57 degrees and sunny. Looks like some weather's going to move in starting tomorrow. Sunday, hopefully make its way out of here. Monday, some spotty showers too. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Drive van, temperature controlled and high security. Just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, it looks like... uh, Israeli forces are conducting operational raids inside Gaza. Just came up a little more. There's some video of them making their entrance. Hopefully they're able to get some of the survivors and hostages out of there. Hopefully it's successful with as minimal innocent lives as as possible taken. You can call or text 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Jim from Hazleton on the format changes. Jim, how are you? Hello, are you there? I'm here, Jim. How are you? Yes, I'd like to talk about the change in format, and I know, I know, uh, probably won't won't get much, you know, consideration. But you know, when you said earlier at four o'clock uh, or three o'clock that change is good, change is inevitable, et cetera. But um, you realize that down here in the Hazelton Freeland area. About 27 years ago, WILK did the same thing. They acquired the two frequencies, 1300 and 103.1, and we lost our local radio station down here. But we've adapted and listened to your station. Now it looks like we're going to lose the station, not because you're going to go off the air or anything, but because we don't pick your signal up down here, the, the, 
the 1300 is very weak. I'm listening to it now off and on. 103.1 doesn't come through very good at all below mountaintop. And after dark, like we're going to go into now, when you reduce your broadcasting, we don't get it at all. So half the time you're going to be off the air down here. And <clears throat> that means that any night night broadcast or uh, radio transmission of the Penn State games, um, et cetera, or even the daytime like tomorrow, half the game won't be on the air down here. So I don't understand how you expect your advertisers to keep coming back, you know, and paying the same rate when they're losing 20% of their coverage minimum. Well, again, Jim, I, I understand your concern and, and, and I feel for it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's my show that's not getting to you guys. I, you know, I worked hard to get you a product down there and uh, this is made well above my, my head. It, and that's why I said change is just that change. I didn't, you know, change. It's good things change, but uh, you know, I understand this is not good change for some people. You know, it's going to be good for some other people. It's it's not good for some people. You know, you can't make anybody everybody happy with change. Do you get nine ten or nine eighty down there on the AM at all? You don't get nine ten below Scranton Wilkes-Barre. You know that that's a Scranton local station. You don't get. 980 down here now it's very weak and after dark when you re- reduce your wattage we're not going to get it till eight o'clock or seven o'clock tomorrow morning and i can't believe they can't do something about that you're not going to step up your wattage i'm sure so you know you know it's sometimes it's real hard listening to this station i will agree you're doing a great job you replaced a great uh, talk show host and you did a great job. I've listened to it. Uh, you took the one guy off the air from Kingston, thank God. Uh, but what they're doing now, and, you know, maybe I missed it. It was totally, un- uh, you know, announced, I think so. And then this morning I put it on. I thought something was screwy. I said, I have to call. And the gentleman told me this morning, oh, listen to it on this and listen to it on that. Well, I've been listening to it since the days of Fred Williams. And you don't get it down here on those other stations like you should get it. So we're just going to lose the ability to have the station. And, again, I go back to your advertisers. I think long and hard. Years ago, I did advertise on the station long and hard about advertising when they're cutting out 25% of your, 20 to 25% of your uh, listeners 12 hours a day when it's off the air at night. Yeah, and, and and losing and losing, you know, the rock station altogether. Yeah, and then again, this is corporate decisions. Corporate made, made a, they they analyzed it, what the feed was, what the listening was per the AM stations, and the, this is the decision they made. Uh, again, I yeah. I made the announcement yeah. on my social media this morning. I this this was an official changeover last night at midnight. You know, today's the first day of them being out there. That's why I felt it important that I put something out on my social media. And it was one of the first things I talked about when I came on the the air today because, you know, changes like this happen all of a sudden. You know, just one day, Rock 102 was off the air, and now you have a different station on there. Same thing with 1300. And, um, you know, we have the Odyssey app, but I know technology is challenging for a lot of people, especially, you know, with their smartphones. You get the Odyssey app. How do you listen to it? I, I get it. 
But that's why, you know, every time I talk on the station, I talk about both our FM, our AM stations, and the Odyssey app and where you can get the podcast. So you could still listen. You know, I still want to I, I still want to get you guys as much information as I can. I work hard on doing it, and uh, you are going to continue to do it. And, you know, we'll definitely relay your thoughts, and feel free to call Odyssey here in corporate and tell them what you feel. I mean, me just relaying that is not going to be enough. It's going to be, you know, right. hearing from you. And, I'm, right. and I'm, I know they want to hear from you guys. I know it's a sudden change. It is. This is the radio business. Changes yeah, yeah. like this happen. Yeah. But believe me, I feel it. That's Very why I've changed. talked about. That's why I've talked about it from day one. That's why first thing this morning when I woke up, I posted, "Hey, there's the change." And you know, there were a ton of comments on my social media with it. But if you if you are techno technologically savvy, we do have the Odyssey app. You can listen wherever you want then. You can connect it to your car. It, it connects to your Apple Play or CarPlay or your Android Play or whatever kind of car you have there. But I know for a lot of the listeners, a lot of my listeners are older. Technology is challenging. And uh, you know with the mountain yeah, well, with the mountain right there, yeah. the FM station has trouble getting over there, but you know maybe in the future if we continue down the road of being successful, we can get them to to do a little more with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. When you played that first song, I've been holding that long about shout. I said that's what I wanted to do, shout uh, <laughs> about these changes. I mean, you're right, and I'm one of those guys that aren't, you know, or isn't, or aren't technologically savvy, savvy. But I do listen to the radio when I'm on the road, and I said when I heard it this morning, I said, ah, "This is terrible," you know. You're, you, sometimes you're again. I go back to the percentages. You're going to give a large percentage of old, older people like me a reason to start listening to the stations from the south. Uh, I, I know they're owned by Odyssey too, so maybe they don't care where they, where you listen. But it's it's uh, sad. And I go back to the Penn State stuff. We don't have too much coverage up here on on any sports whether it be college or or professional baseball or football so it's just taking another thing away from the people who've paid the bills for the last how many years uh, and I, I hear you, Jim, but just know that it's not us yeah. here on the on air that have any control over that. You know, all I could do is give yeah. you the best product I can with the best news that I can, yeah. with the best information I can to make this show as popular as I can. So we do have some more weight around so we can do so yeah. we can see we can do more. And hopefully as we continue that and I hopefully you, you don't stop listening, hopefully you can find a way to still listen when you're in the area. But I'll definitely relay your, your concerns. And like I said, feel free to call. The 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 yep. headquarters up here at Odyssey and and speak to the powers that be and say hey you know you know this might be helping you know a demographic in the community but it's also disenfranchising a demographic in the community but it, right. it's part of growth you know I understand it I, we still have two AM yep, stations we have an FM it. it's, yeah I understand it and you are doing a good job and thanks for listening to me Jim I appreciate Thank your you. call I truly do Thank you Right Right. And, uh, you know, I, I get it. And like I said at the start, change is, is just that for some people, change. It's, it's going to be bad for some people. It's going to be great for some people. You know, we're serving, you know, a whole demographic community in, in Hazleton with this new station. And, and, I, you know, I want that station to be successful. I, I want it if there's a demand for that where obviously there is. Like I said, the powers that be researched this, did their, did their due diligence and said, hey, this is what be worthwhile doing. WILK still has two AM frequencies, and I understand. You know, we're having a disenfranchisement, a dis, dis, disfranchisement down in the Hazelton area because the FM signal does not get down there. 
But again, all I can do, all we can do is is make this show, this station more successful to where, hey, they do want to do more with it. They do want to get it to more people. But again, in this day and age, it's all leaning towards the Odyssey app. And then again, it's I understand technology is hard for people, but if you can have one of your family members or a friend or a neighbor walk you through it, get the app on your phone, literally you just open it up, you click your favorites, you got the Rob O'Donnell show, you have WILK News Radio, you can listen whenever you want, you can go back three days, you can listen to the different chapters and see you know, what I'm talking about, you know, in every segment. And you can skip, like, hey, I don't want to hear about this. I want, oh, this sounds good. I want to hear about this. It really gives you a lot of options there. Um, that's how, you know, most of my friends and family listen to the show from around the nation because uh, obviously they can't get the terrestrial signal. But, you know, we've seen more and more getting away from terrestrial radio. We did have the fight nationally to keep AM stations altogether. I mean, what if that bill went through where they'd get rid of AM radios in our cars altogether? It's part of change. And again, some of it's good because they're saying that with the advancements in the electronics in cars, the AM signal interferes with that. Who knows if that's true or not, or if it's just cheaper to get the AM signal out of the car. Who knows? But we're going to keep bringing you the same show here. Nothing's changed here. We're not going anywhere from uh, 3 to 6, afternoon drive. Going to keep giving you a mix of local, state, and national news and talk about whatever we want to talk about here. And, uh, you know, I appreciate Odyssey and WILK giving us the platform to do that. And like I said in my post, and I said when I first got on the show, change is just that. It's change. Some are going to like it. Some aren't. Uh, Hopefully it grows. Hopefully we can learn some workarounds to deal with it. But I get, you know, my Hazleton listeners. I know I have a lot of them. You reach out to me all the time. You text. You tell me where you're from. You call. You know, I don't want to leave you guys behind, but I have no control over the signal. But the more popular the show gets, the more we listen the more we can uh, do something about that down the road. It's uh, 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio on this Friday the 13th, 2023. Again, it's 56 degrees and partly sunny. It's 6 o'clock now, just about. You know, guys, behave. uh, Have a good weekend. Do the right thing. God bless. Be safe. And we will see you on Monday.